0: Welcome to the Fox River Podcast. We are a church with a heart for people and the message of Jesus. It is our desire that you'll be drawn closer to God through today's teaching. To access notes from today's message, go to foxriverchristians.org slash message. Thanks for listening. Hey, Fox River friends. want to give a special shout out to all the dads that are out there. Happy Father's Day to you. I just want to tell you how excited I am for today and inspired with that, which I believe that God has force and that God wants to do in us, especially this weekend. I'm hoping that this is something that we are going to be sharing for just the years to come. Some of the inspiration that I have with me today, I actually brought via my family photo that's here. We took this last year, our 40th wedding anniversary. What's cool about this is we actually have three generations of father in this. And then I've got all of my family, so we've got Denise and I, we have five kids together. Then we've got our two wonderful son-in-law and daughter-in-law, and then three grandkids as well. So much of my prayer is what is captured in this, and I know that you as families have that as well. Now today, if you are a dad, or if you have a dad, then this message is going to be especially for you. Now, I actually want to add to that. If you have a child or if you have a living parent, so if that's you in any of those scenarios, I want you to put that into the chat right now. But if if that's you, then this message is something that I believe God has particularly for you. And I'm going to be talking to dads, but you know that I'm talking to you as well. So I'll let you just make that quick translation in your mind that way. So dads, there is something that will bring you continued joy for the rest of your life. And that something is this, to have a positive and a growing relationship with your children. Now, this is gonna bring me right into our 2020 Father's Day maxim, which is this. God's heart is heart-to-heart family Relationship. You say it again. God's heart is heart to heart family relationship. In fact, it is so important to God that God the Father sent Jesus the Son just to be able to make this a possibility for us. I want us to look together in the scripture today, and this particular scripture is unique. And it is special. God speaks in it, he makes a promise, and then God goes silent. For 400 years, God is silent. Three sentences, they just hang for over four centuries. And these are those sentences. Malachi chapter four, verse four. Remember the law of my servant Moses, the decrees and the laws that I gave him at Horeb for all of Israel. See, I will send the prophet Elijah to you before that great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. He will turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the hearts of the children to their parents. Let me read that again. He will turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the hearts of the children to their parents, or else I will come and strike the land with total desolation. Now, if we look at the passage again real quickly, verse four, God said this. He said, remember that I have given to you the law of Moses. In other words, I've given to you my word. I've given to you words of life to live by. In verse five, he says, see, I am going to send again the prophet Elijah. Now, those, the original audience, when they heard Elijah, they are thinking, that is God's iconic prophet. He was the prophet that demonstrated God's power. He was the prophet that called people back to him. They also thought this. He is going to be the one that comes as the forerunner to the Messiah, the Savior who is going to come for Israel was an attention grabber for sure for them. Now, we know, because Jesus tells us so, that the prophet Elijah that God is referring to, that he's going to send, was actually John the Baptist. We wouldn't have known that it was John the Baptist unless Jesus said so, but he made it crystal clear that way. Which brings us to verse six. He will turn. Now, if you use this as a small h, he, He, as in John the Baptist, will champion God's heart. Or, if this is the capital H, capital He, Jesus, Jesus is going to be the one that champions God's heart. God's heart being this. God's heart is heart-to-heart family relationship. When you hear heart, You might think in modern terms, you know, Valentine's Day or that which is just, you know, kind of an emotional feeling. You know, you had good feelings toward each other. But the word that was used here, the Hebrew word heart, it encompasses the whole person. So it's talking about a deep, a meaningful, a rich relationship. Now dads, you have a part in this. If you are going to put your heart in a line with God's heart and have heart-to-heart family relationship, that which will continue to bring you joy, I guarantee you, all of your life, there's some things that's going to be really important to you. So let me just give us five quick hard ones. The first thing is we've got to remember to keep our eye on the ball or our eye on the prize. What is the prize? The prize is this to parent in such a way, to be intentional about having meaningful relationship with our children. Second thing, really important for us as dads to remember, and again, I'm speaking first of all to myself right here, we need to guard our hearts against anger, against harshness, and against passivity. We could be in either of these ditches, the angry dad, the passive dad, and both of them are going to keep us what God's heart is for us and what our heart actually is for ourselves as well. Third thing, super important, remember, is we need to be intentional with our time with our kids. Let's not be giving them leftovers, but we want to be intentional about having some time, quality time, quantity time, just to be able to have fun with them. Fourth thing, dads, don't neglect it, and that is make sure that you are modeling forgiveness at home. What do I mean by that? I mean, When we do something that is wrong, when we make a mistake, when we're out of sorts, we need to be the first ones, the leaders in our home, to come and to say, I was wrong. Would you please forgive me? And that kind of modeling will so set your children up for success as well as preserve the relationship that we want for them. And then lastly, dads, if you're a follower of Jesus... Share your faith at home. Live your faith at home. This is going to be just so very, very important that your heart is going to be able to align with God's heart. Now, let me talk to everyone out there who is a son or a daughter. If you have a living parent that I want you to lean in right now, There's a part of the message I think I'd just draw a big circle around. This would be the part that I would want you to circle in on. There is a gift that you can give to your father, that you can give to your mother, that is worth more, literally, than a ton of gold to them. What it is that I'm talking about is to give to them a heart-to-heart relationship. If you are an adult child. I'm thinking right now, you know, young adults and older, certainly if you're a teenager, it's something you can begin to lean into, but if you become an adult, then if you would intentionally make the effort to connect relationally with your mom, with your dad, I'm not talking about just as a parent anymore, but, but just as a person, it will be something that will be life-changing to you, to them, and I can guarantee you, as this aligns with what God wants for you, with God's heart, it will be a source of joy for everyone. This past week, just to be able to understand a little bit more where people were at and how we got to that, I sent out an email to about 100 friends of mine, people that I'd been in um, small group with before, some of the staff that were here. And the question that I wanted to ask everybody was this. I said, if you share a good two-way relationship with your father, would you simply share what was it that kind of moved you or helped you to have that two-way mutual relationship? So just exactly things that we're talking about right here. Of the 100 emails that I sent out, what percentage, I'm going to ask you to put this in the chat, What percentage do you think said, yes, I have a good and a mutual, a two-way relationship with my father? Got it? If you guessed 50%, then you're correct. Now, this is literally a glass half full, a glass half empty scenario. For the 50% that said, I don't have a good, I don't have a two-way relationship with my dad. My heart ached for those. And these are, I mean, you're talking about, these are godly people. If you're there, my heart aches for you. But if your parent is alive, I want you to hear that there is hope. Now, for those that, of the 50% that said, yes, I did, I was really interested in some of the things that they had to say. I think you would probably be too. So I just picked a, a sampling of these and I'll just share a couple of the, um, the snippets of these real quickly. First from Hillary. Hillary said this, my dad and I lived in separate states from the time I was 10 until the time I was 31. Now that we live close to each other, we can make the most of quality time except for maybe that time I came to visit and accidentally drove his Jeep into the lake. Oh, that's real bonding, isn't it that way? Just drive your dad's Jeep into the lake. Matt said this. He said, for me, the greatest um, feeder of my relationship with my dad is when I finally became mature enough to realize all that my dad had done for me. It wasn't until I realized what he had sacrificed for my siblings and myself to help us succeed that I opened up myself to that relationship. Since then, I've just taken more interest in my dad as a person, and not just as my dad. Now my dad is quiet and introverted person, so many times this is just spending time together. Here's what Don said. Don said, do you remember the song, The Cats in the Cradle? Now, if you don't know the song, The Cats in the Cradle, it really is worth Googling it. <laughs> Just for the, the, word, the wisdom of that folk song right there. So I hope you'll do that. For those of you who remember it, you'll know exactly what Don's saying. Do you remember the song, Cats in the Cradle? Unfortunately, most of my time together with my dad felt this way. My dad was great, but he worked long hours running his business. Being vocal about saying I love you was something that was seldom heard in our family. It was not until my dad had terminal cancer and after Tanya and I moved into their house that I would really see his joy and love. Even if that was only for a short time until his passing, it meant the world to me. Melissa said my relationship with my dad was always rocky as a child, all the way until I was 20 years old. He was gone at work more than he was at home, and when he was home, he was too tired to be present for me. We found out that my dad was terminally ill in January of 2007. I spent eight months splitting his care between myself, my sisters, and my mom. That time gave us a chance to get to know each other, share thoughts, fears, our feelings, and joy, And that time is still so precious to me because it was when I experienced a real father-daughter relationship for the first time, as well as it growing into a true friendship between us. Melissa said, I could go on for days telling you the ways that my dad has changed my life in the eight short weeks that I spent with him. One more. Lynette said, my dad was an alcoholic emotionally and verbally abusive. I had no relationship with him other than one of fear. But in 1980, at age 51, my dad accepted Christ as personal savior. And Lynette says that's just two years after she had done so. We together grew in our newfound faith and most important, I forgave him for his past. I am so, so thankful for what God did in my dad's and my lives, the healing and forgiveness that took place in our relationship, oh, just to have one more Father's Day to tell him how much I love him. If your parent is still alive, can I ask you, do you have a heart-to-heart family relationship with them? That is a relationship that is meaningful and adult, not simply a parent child relationship. Here's what I want to ask you to do I want to ask you to give them a gift that they will value the rest of their lives and to give yourself a gift as well. You may be going, God, I have no idea how I would do that. I mean, like, where does one even start with that? It starts with the decision that I will, that I'm gonna try. And from there, I just want you to be curious. In curiosity, begin to ask them about their lives. Now, as soon as I say this, you're gonna go like, well, of course. But realize this, that your parent has already been through the life stages that you have as well as a few more. In other words, your parent went through the awkward teen years. They went through the dating years and the breakup years. They went through the, I did some really dumb thing years. They went through some, I'm bulletproof stages of life, their first job, some of the mess ups that they made on their first or their second job, some of the lessons that they've learned. In curiosity, just what is your hope? Dad, what is the dream that you have? What is the thing that, when you do makes you feel most peaceful. What is something that you are praying for? It's way more than just going you know, in and going like, hey, um, how's it going? Okay, good, and you know, just all surface level there. But be curious, be intentional. Tell stories, let them share stories, and if you can, just laugh. In a lot of cases, Between, you know, child and and dad, child and parent, you're gonna be really different. You may have different political views. You may have different tastes. You may have different hobbies. And all of those things are okay. That's not gonna keep you from a good heart-to-heart relationship. In fact, it is only going to enhance it as you appreciate those other things. Now, please hear this as a child, as a parent. To know that you are loved, that's a, that, that is a valuable thing, isn't it? But to have relationship, it is so much more. Let me say that again. To know that you are loved is so meaningful, so important. But to have relationship, that is so much more. I can say, I knew that my dad loved me. Never really, I never questioned that, though he never said it out loud until the last month of his life. But even though I knew I was loved, I didn't have a relationship with my dad. Several years after my mom died, my dad, who was isolated by choice, angry, and looking to try to assuage the pain in his life, all, any of the guilt that he was carrying. He did all of that with alcohol. Well, he was in the place that he needed somebody to help him and just to, to care for him that way. And it's at that point that I can say that Jesus pointed my heart toward my dad. He pointed my brother's heart. He pointed my sister's heart toward my dad. There were so many reasons that we could have said, like, hey, we're busy. We can't do that. It's not something that he wants to be open to that way. But because we didn't opt for any of those excuses, but we chose to show love and to pursue relationship with him, even though it wasn't reciprocal that was going on there. I'm here today to say, I will never be the same person. My life is so changed for the better because of that willingness to move in that direction and to pursue and to do our very best, myself, Dean, Denise, just to get to know him as a person. I can tell you with my family, it is a continual inspiration, a challenge to me to be pouring into those relationships right now. I'm sure that there's some that are saying this. I can't do that with my parents. I mean, they're alive, but I I can't do that with them. Or I won't do that with them. And Whether it's I can't or I won't. And it would probably be because of something that's happened in the past. A hurt, a break in the relationship, an offense that went on there. I just want to plead with you. Please, don't let your past ruin your present. Don't let your past imprison you and ruin you from your future. This is something that you can do. It's in God's heart for you and to trust him in doing that. God's heart. Our 2020 Father's Day maxim we said was this. God's heart is heart to heart that is meaningful, true, rich, real, a deep relationship, heart-to-heart, family relationship. Did you know that this is God's heart with us to him as well? You see, the spiritual parallel to this is so important for us to make sure that we are on track with as well. When I said, it's one thing to know that you're loved, which is really important, but it's another thing to have relationship. I want you to think about that with God. You may say, I know that God loves me, but do you have relationship with him? Because isn't that so much more? Jesus, when he came and began to share this radical idea, I mean, it was shocking to people that God wants to have personal relationship with you, to have relationship with you as your heavenly father. People couldn't believe what it was that Jesus was saying. They had never comprehended God in that way. And so when Jesus was teaching on prayer at one time, and he said this, if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Well, I'm like, if I know how to love my my family, God is so much more interested in that relationship. In fact, Jesus' words when he taught us the Lord's Prayer starts this way. Our, say it with me, our Father who art in heaven. I had prayed that prayer literally hundreds and hundreds of times. I had said the words, but there was no real meaning or connection because I didn't have the relationship. I hadn't trusted Jesus as my Savior yet. But when I did, things began to change. The importance of trusting Jesus, John, one of Jesus' closest disciples, said was this. John 1.12, But as many as received him... To them, God gave the power, the authority to become children of his. To everyone who calls on Jesus' name. When we open ourselves up to the saving grace that God made available to us through Jesus, not only do we know that we're loved, but we are invited into a relationship with God. Please don't miss this parable. I said parable. Please don't miss this parallel truth. God the Father pursues us in the love that he has for us to have relationship with him, but he never forces it upon us. Think about it. With your father and the love that he has for you, he, I can tell you, He wants to have relationship with you as a child of his, but he won't force it upon you. In this role, really as a son or a daughter, you really have, I think, the most most important role. You're the one that gets to say, yes, this is something I also wanna step into. And when you will do that, I just want you to imagine with me for a minute. Imagine today a God who loves you that you could have a living relationship with. Does it stir something in you? Do you go like, that's what I want? Then God said, please just step to me because that's what I want as well and I will do all of my part as you do yours. Imagine with me how your life would be different if you had a heart-to-heart relationship with your parent. Now, first, you may go like, whoa, that's kind of a, kind of a scary thing. But knowing that this is God's heart for you, that this is one of the reasons that Jesus came to make it possible for us to have that. In fact, Romans tells us that the spirit within us is at work, not only to connect us with God, but to connect us with others as well. Imagine those that are in your picture frame and imagine what it would be like to have a growing, meaningful friendship relationship with them. It will change your life. It will change their life. And I want you to hear this. And it is God's will for you as well. Before I pray, I want to make this invitation to be able to do what's in God's heart for us. We want to have our heart aligned with God. To do that begins with responding to the grace that he extended to us through Jesus. And if you're here as a parent, as a child, and you haven't yet received Jesus, but today you would go, if that is the beginning point of relationship, if Jesus did that for relationship, it makes so much more sense. His death on the cross, his resurrection, God sending his son, and that's what I want. I hope that you will trust Jesus even as we close in this prayer. Would you please bow your head wherever you're at and pray with me. God, thank you for what's in your heart for us. Thank you that you are willing to send your son, Jesus, so that we could have relationship with you and so that we can actually have relationship with others. For those that are ready to trust you now, Jesus, as they pray this simple prayer, I believe that you died on the cross for me, Jesus. I believe that you rose again. And I come to you in both repentance and a complete trust. Not only for you to forgive me, but to bring me into relationship with God. Would you please do that, Jesus? And just say that. Because Jesus has never turned anyone away. And before we conclude our prayer, Father, I pray for every son and daughter that they would have the courage that they would have the love live growing relationship with their mother and their father and that each mother and father would do everything in their power to continue to Make that a relationship that their son and daughter will thank you for. Help us, please. Thank you for grace. And help us to take it one step at a time. We pray in your son's name. And agreement said, amen. We hope you were encouraged today. Subscribe to the Fox River Podcast to ensure you don't miss future messages. Stay connected through our social media channels on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, make a difference in the lives of those you know by sharing with them. We are grateful for you and hope you join us again soon.